Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. And I'm Evan Novi williams and this is the Purchase More Ham and Bacon Sports Business Podcast, The Sportacast. Not a law firm, Novi Williams. Not a law firm. Now, two reasons. One, anytime you and I laugh together, we say, all right, we should discuss this. But we also, from time to time, get special requests. Friend of the program, Steve Horowitz, you know, texting in saying, you guys must discuss this. As if, I mean, come on, Steve, as if we were not going to do it anyway. I I feel (laughs) as if, you know, he just did not give us enough credit. But... Iowa State football may have the perfect NIL arrangement, although I do love the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs obviously have Kelsey and a player named Swift, and they stand next to each other on the sideline. The Eagles that, have, a, have a Kelsey that, and a Swift. That, yeah. Kelsey and a Swift, sorry. That, that yeah. works very well. And, uh, but the Iowa State football team has a bunch of players that seem perfect for the Iowa pork producers. And for some reason, I just see like you know the state for the Iowa State Fair. I, just, I see this being a huge deal at the Iowa State Fair, whenever that may be. Yeah, let me introduce you to Miles Purchase, Tyler Moore, Tommy Hammond, and Caleb Bacon. And when you line them up, as we said, it's Purchase Moore, Hammond, Bacon. And the Iowa Pork Producers uh, have signed an NIL deal with uh, with them and with Iowa State because it seems like they're wearing their uniforms. Um, but they are going to appear in advertisements together. And the pork producers are going to give, I think it's $1,000 of pork donated to each of these guys' favorite or, or, or their pantry of choice. Low stakes from a economic standpoint, Scott. But no, 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 bacon, not steak. <laughs> Very nice, good, <laughs> Thank good. You. Um, but we're talking about it, right? And this is—I I find these nil deals to be the most fun, the ones that are kind of playful, using players' names or or quirky parts of their personality. Um, I've never heard of any of these guys. I have no idea if any of them are good. I have no <laughs> idea if they're third string, fourth string, whatever it is. Um, but this is an opportunity for them to get a little bit of attention. I, I don't know if they're getting paid on the side as well. Maybe they are, but if not, they're they're doing some good in the community uh, and. I'm People can have fun with it. So uh, a, a very funny, uh, and, and just looking at their names laid out uh, and their uniforms, uh, I, I like this deal a lot. It's like a jumble. You see, like things, uh, I, I've got pieces together, and then wait a minute, if I string it all together, it makes sense. I like it. Anytime there's creativity involved, you and I will talk about it. Now let's get to the real business of <laughs> sports, if we may. Uh, we already knew that the WNBA was looking to expand. Right. That, that Kathy Engelbert had said they're looking to add teams. 
I would think the WNBA would be absolutely thrilled if Joe Lacob and the Golden State Warriors bring a team to the Bay Area. I believe the Athletic first reported that the deal is close. That is, a, I think, a good market with Stanford and Cal, women's basketball, uh, WNBA going to uh, the Bay Area, playing in Chase Center seems to be a win for the league. The, the, the WNBA has been talking about expansion for a while now. Yeah. I know from folks who have been involved in the process that uh, it's been a little confusing. It's been a little murky. How many teams? What's the time frame? Who's running it? Um, but I, I agree with you. This, is a, this would be a slam dunk, I think, for the WNBA. The Warriors, uh, since the Chase Center opened, have, have skyrocketed in valuation. It's the most valuable team in the NBA, one of the most valuable teams in the world right now. Uh, they have the facility that's where the WNBA team would play, according to The Athletic. Um, the, the ownership group is good. Uh, you're right. It's a hotbed out there college-wise for, 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 for women's basketball as well. And, and, and the WNBA is, is structured uh, a little bit differently than most leagues. There's, there's, there's equity holders in the league, and they just raised a lot of money from some really big names in that regard. And then there's some teams that are owned by, by NBA teams, and there are some teams that are owned independently. This would obviously be an NBA-owned team. But, um, yeah, if you're looking to expand, I think location-wise and ownership-wise, um, two, two little groups that make a lot of sense here. Yeah, I would say if I'm an investor in the WNBA or buying a team, I, I've, it's different than the NWSL. I think greater risk there in that here the league is an equity partner in in the entire endeavor, Um, as well as let's not forget in the family of the NBA. Does anybody want to make a wager as to when uh, the broadcast agreement comes up as to whether the uh, WNBA is pulled in under the umbrella of the NBA and it will be sold as one? If you want one, you take the other as well. So I, I think, yeah, I think there's reasons to be optimistic that uh, that you can get a good deal, especially you know with that ownership group operating the franchise in the Bay Area. So I am thumbs up on this one. I think uh, I think there's a good good market. We know Joe Lacob is an owner. Uh, you know the building. You know the area. Uh, it seems like it makes perfect sense. I'll rattle off a few more names. This is these are people that invested in the league overall, not not a specific team uh, early last year. Mickey Arison, Lorene Powell, Jobs. Well, let's just Mark Mickey Arison, Carnival Cruise Lines, Ted billionaire Leonsis, owner of the Miami Heat. Yeah, Joe Lorene Powell, Sai. Jobs, one of the richest women on the planet, monumental sports investor with Ted Leonsis, yep. uh, Clara Sai, Joe Sai, Simon um, Family, Brooklyn Sports and Entertainment, the Simon family, owners of the Pacers, oh, yep, yep. Um, and Nike, another oh, yeah, and them. Uh, big, and, and big, big name in, uh, in 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 marketing and in and in, in sports product. Uh, so yeah, the the the, the, the NWSL has gotten a lot of attention with expansion, Scott, because they've done a, a number two, uh, I guess three if you count Utah. In, also, in the, the Bay past Area. few years, uh, including a, a team in the Bay Area at, at a pretty large number. Um, but the WNBA is 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 on par at the top level, almost. Almost on par, I think, at the top tier in terms of how much these teams are probably worth if they were to sell. Um, and it's interesting to see that th- th- this long rumored expansion may finally coming be coming to at least some news at some point soon. All right, explain yourself, Novi Williams, for the headline of a story you wrote the other day. You used the words "holy" and "grail." <laughs> yeah, I said let's come up with a punchy headline. You came up with "holy" and "grail" for Genius Sports Bet Vision product. Explain to me, and for those who are not familiar with the product and where we're headed, as to why you think BetVision is the quote, unquote, holy 
grail. Yeah, that's for that's not betters. That's not me editorializing. That is the way that people in the sports betting world, operators, apps talk about what they want the future to look like. And this is what they want the future to look like. The the, the challenge that all these sports betting apps have, have had in the past few years is getting people to stay on the product. And and the way it works right now largely is you might be watching the game, you might be checking the score, you you you, you turn away from the screen or you you shut down your your mobile feed just to get up the, the the sports betting app. You bet you place the app, you place the bet, and then you close the app and you go back to what you're doing. Yeah. What all of these apps want is is to no longer be the second screen. They don't want to be the third screen. They want to be the primary. There's, screen. O- there's only one screen. They want one screen. And, and, and the way to do that is to have live games that people want to watch, and also to be able to overlay everything on top of it. So if you need to place a bet, uh, you can stay on the screen. If you want to see stats, if you want to see a replay, if you want to, and we'll get into this, if you want to buy a T-shirt or a sports card, hello, Michael Uh-oh. Rubin. Hello, vertical um, integration uh, at Fanatics. All of those things happen on one screen. That has not happened yet until Genius laid out this this new product, which is called BetVision, starting with NFL games. So every nationally televised game and every local game in your market, if you were in a place where legal sports betting is, sportsbooks can now pay to have this product. And it's, as we said, it's it's everything on the screen at once. And and I say holy grail because that is this is the product that everybody wants. It's what okay. everybody has been working towards. Let me jump it's combining in. Combining all of there's these. There's one thing in my mind that's missing because games, odds, stats, even ecom. There's one thing that to me is missing. That is, I mean, most closely associated with the second screen experience. Most closely associated with the sports communal experience, and that's social. Social media, yeah, and 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 th- trust me, this is all in in the thinking as well. Of the, course. The reason DraftKings launched DraftKings Social last year is because they understood the the the, the social aspect of this as well. Um, a, a couple other things that that were were notable to me, Scott. Most of the, I think probably all of the live streaming that that sportsbooks apps have done here in the U.S. in the past have been lower resolution and with size restrictions. And that was the way that leagues got 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 to carve these rights off of the the, the billion dollar deals that 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 the big media companies pay. Um, so yeah, you can watch the game, but the resolution's pretty bad. And if you're on a big tablet, you can't full screen it. There were all these restrictions. This BetVision product with Genius and the NFL does not have those restrictions. This is, in my, from what I understand, the first real sportsbook streaming app product that can be as good resolution-wise, can be as big as it would be if it if you were watching it on the ESPN Plus app. Let me ask or the big dirty word in this. Peacock. Let me, let yep. me ask you about the big dirty word in all this and every time you're hearing about anything streaming and sports betting the word we come up with is latency, latency. yeah yes, yeah so it's the L word so so from from uh, latency is a it, there's there's many layers to that because it also depends on what your internet looks like and of where course, you are course. how good your signal is etc um but the latency on this product from what i have been told is better than watching it on better TV. than tv right yeah Okay, so I mean that's a must. That's a must. That, that is, and you're right. That if the thing, if the product is built around live betting of games, which this is, to be very clear, uh, you can't be slower. You can't be slower than regular TV. And some people would argue that even regular TV is too slow <laughs> for 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 really live betting some of these sports, depending on how micro the markets you want to get into. Um, so the, so the speed uh, is 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 high quality. The 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 broadcast quality size, all of that, also seems to be the restrictions are gone. Um, so yeah, this is a this is a product that I think a lot of people are going to look at as the the early version of what 
the kind of end stage ideal situation is for sports books. Um, one other thing I'll say on this, Scott, and I, we, we joked a little bit at the top there about other forms of e-commerce. The genius wants there to be other forms of transactions that can happen here, again, layered on top of the live feed. And you can see why that would be especially valuable for Fanatics. One of the first sports books to pay for this service is Fanatics. Um, they have a wealth of, of, of apparel, of hard goods, of trading cards, who know, NFTs, whatever it is in the future that they that they want to sell. So how about, the, how about they do that? No, you just want to parlay. They're like, how about spending some of that money on this thing you looked at three months ago? We'll still want to buy this T-shirt or sweatshirt. Hundred percent. And 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 the thing that one of the things that Michael Rubin did so well at Fanatics is understand that the the the, the passion of fans is really hot in, in big moments, and then it starts it's, to dissipate it's, it's as ephemeral. time goes on. It's an ephemeral. It's extremely ephemeral. They, they call them hot markets at, at, in the Fanatics office. But what better than uh, to capitalize on, on, on that height of passion if you can buy something that pops up on your screen as you're watching the game, right? It's, it's that quick. It's not even – you don't even need to go looking for it. The, the, the option to buy the NFC Championship shirt is there the minute the game ends or even before the game is over perhaps, uh, whereas – if you have to look for it two days later on on a, on a Monday, waiting for the Super Bowl to happen, yeah, you might not be as interested in buying that. So there is definitely an, an, another kind of layered e-commerce uh, op- opportunity on top of this that I think is really interesting. And All then right, the last well, thing, last thing oh, I'll say good. real quick: um, th- this product also to me shows how how much these leagues, particularly the NFL, are embracing sports betting. The, the ability to, for Genius to show these streams without resolution or without size restrictions means that the NFL had to go to its partners and carve it out. And, and that, I'm sure, is not something that those partners were thrilled with. The NFL has a lot of leverage, as you know, with its, with its media partners. But um, th- there is a piece of this and, and the NFL being the first league to, 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 to be launched on this product. Uh, there is a bit of this that shows exactly how willing and how interested these leagues are in, in, in working with their data partners, working with the sports books to make their product even better. All right. I'm going to go a generational thing. If I say to you the song, Heat of the Moment, do you know it? No, it was I the don't. heat of the moment. No, I do. You know, know telling me yeah, what yeah, my heart yeah, meant. Yeah, do you know yeah, who sang? You know, you know, I, oof, I have no Come on, idea. Uh, all, all the older people are like yelling at you. Come on, Novi yeah, Williams. I have, you know, yeah, I've, no, Asia. No you don't know. No. Doesn't doesn't work for you. No. All right. Well, too bad. Sorry. All right. Well, let's go, let's <laughs> good go song, back. Though. Into, it's, a, it's a banger. Yeah, yeah. A <laughs> let's go back into your demo and talk yeah. about Toy Story the movie. How old were you when Toy Story came? Oh my gosh. Buzz Lightyear. This you know. Not exaggerating. Speaking Scott, of this, the NFL and and flexing, this is the movie I've watched the most in my life. I think if you is could, that because of your nephew? It, 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 no, it's because of me. Oh, okay. Because okay. <laughs> I, I uh, what did it come out? Ninety four, ninety five, something I, like I, that. I, I was. I, I was think seven, they're great. Yeah, they're great. Seven movies. years old. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've seen all the more recent ones, even as I became an adult. Um, yeah, I, I love Toy Story. Uh, this is the uh, the latest. Uh, alt cast that that ESPN is is, is doing uh, working with the uh, working with the NFL Jaguars game also this game this is right after my heart Toy this Story is right yeah Jaguars. this has all your big brands right <laughs> eight year old Eben if you had told him that at some point in his lifestyle in his lifetime there would be an, a Jaguars game broadcast in Andy's room uh, <laughs> right. uh, he would have freaked out about that uh, about that possibility I I, um, I love this idea I, I mean yeah. we, we we talked about all about the Fortnite and how they're trying to reach kids now. Uh, the fact that you're going to have the characters from the movie broadcasting an NFL game, like I know my mind started going right away. Everybody knows. Like I, I don't want, I don't want more than one to infinity and beyond. 
Like, okay, yep. that's it. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you the one, and I'm okay if you totally leave it out. Like, this could be one of the prop bets. Will they use it? Like, I'm okay with them leaving it out. Um, and but I'm not sure like how they bring all the other characters in. I just know I want to see it, and I'm really yeah, interested to see, to see Ham- how Hammond creative Rex they can get their, and how fun uh, this broadcast will be. Yeah, the, the the thing about this that I think is a cha- I, I love this idea. I will eagerly turn it on on Sunday morning just to check it out. They all feel like they're one offs to me. Yeah, like am I going to watch more than a quarter of an NFL game? Uh, watching little um, little nesting dolls move around like NFL players? Probably not. And again, this is IP. Toy Story IP is like near and dear to my heart. It's, it's maybe the most valuable thing there. There's a nostalgia aspect here for sure. I'm sure the ratings are going to be pretty good. But I just they, they all seem like they are one-off. And I'm not going to use the word gimmick, but I don't know what the, what the end game goal is here outside of just maybe you can just continue twice a year to do something brand yeah. new. Pick yeah. something new. Do it in Lord of the Rings. Do it in Star Wars. Do it in Cars. Do it in Ice Age. Whatever it is. But the, that's the beauty of Disney, the, and that's I mean that's the whole purpose 100%. of the streaming. That they have an incredible library of IP that the, and Pixar that they can go into. And you said you were going to watch it or anticipate it eagerly. Yeah, it's actually more appropriate to say you're going to anticipate it eagerly. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, it, it's. I, yeah, I'm fascinated by again what what the what this looks like next year or in five years. The NF, NHL was the first one to do this, right? With those Green Park characters. That that was yep. not IP that I that I knew. So I only watched. I don't know, maybe 30 seconds of it. Um, it. It's silly. It's not a great way to watch a game. But again, if you can continue to iterate on interesting ideas and do two or three of them a year, the Nickelodeon game, whatever it is, um, I do think there is. Uh, I do think there's something interesting here. I imagine this is extremely expensive, and 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 that's the other question I have is that to to put this game on the amount of 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 early planning you need the the whatever the process is the tech process the the the, the testing all of that if you, if you do have to do deals for the ip even if they are kind of within the same disney umbrella um i imagine these 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 broadcasts are extremely expensive and i don't know if the whatever the ratings boost you're going to get from a lot of people who are probably going to watch this game otherwise if there was just is one John ratzenberger yeah, the yeah. pig was he the voice of the pig, John Ratzenberger? Uh, he bringing might it back have to the been. bacon that we started with. Yeah, yeah, I love Ham. Yeah, Ham's a great character. Yeah, he's a great character. Yeah. That's what Iconic voice. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah getting was, these folks yeah. right. Yeah, Cliffy Clavin, the uh, the the mailman, is now the is now <laughs> Ham. The, you know, so I'm just trying to figure out. You could get all the voices back to get it right. Yeah, and I mean, who know? I don't even know if they're they're AI. I, I have no idea. I, I don't know exactly what this thing is is going to look like. But uh, again, I know it's expensive, and I don't think there is any kind of meaningful longer term idea here outside of we'll play around with it. It's fun. It's nostalgic for people like me who are in their 30s or for people in their 40s and have kids. And and I think that's a I think there's value in that for sure. All right. Speaking of value in the NFL, Sean McManus. Head of CBS Sports uh, was announced earlier in the week, stepping away, retiring after the Masters. Um, David Burson, the president of CBS Sports, will will replace him. He's been there for quite a while, so kind of a seamless transition. Uh, just some highlights from Sean McManus. For people who don't know Sean, um, how about this? He got the NFL back for CBS. How, ready for these numbers? Eight year deal. What What do you think you'd have to pay nowadays? What's current? You know, what's go rate for NFL on an eight year deal? Oh man, um, twenty-five billion. Yeah. Well, right? he paid he like paid that, four probably? billion over eight years for the NFL. And by the way, remember, imperative because CBS had walked away from the NFL. Yeah. Back in the day, this was them getting the NFL back. 
and this and saved the company in some yeah, people's I mean, eyes, right? You, you yeah. needed to have the. I mean, it was, the Fox was built on the NFL. So, I mean, interesting. We have Sean McManus stepping away. We have changes at Fox, you know, with, um, with Lachlan Murdoch taking over for his father, Rupert, and the, and the company. Again, all built on the NFL. Very, very uh, powerful product. What else did he do? Uh, March Madness. How about that? Get the deal yep. with Turner for CBS. Yep. Uh, Seven-year deal with the Big Ten. So, Sean has positioned CBS well, at least with its sports por- portfolio. And he always has a handshake deal. For the Masters, that's so the, that's, that's a lot of pressure on David Burson. There, you better walk in, and you know you better not lose the Masters, David. That that's you know Sean just walked in one one year deals annual deals. You walk in, you shake your hand, say let's do it again. That's the big one to me. The fact that the Masters, one of the most valuable sports weekends, TV properties uh, on the calendar, is is a it doesn't have a contract. It is yeah. a handshake agreement. The the money is 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 would be shockingly small for most people because they're not trying to commercialize it in the way that you commercialize an NFL games or, or March product, madness. Yep. Um, but yeah, the ability to keep that in, in today's business day and age to keep that as a year by year handshake, what's it going to cost? That's what we're going to pay you. That kind of thing. Um, I think is, is amazing. And I don't think we'll ever see once that ends, if it ever ends, I don't think we'll ever see another sports, a major sports media package that, that gets done consistently in that way. When I, you mentioned Murdoch there, Scott, the, the, the changes are coming so fast right now for the kind of traditional legacy TV companies. I am not surprised that we're entering an era of, of swift change. I think about it kind of similar to all of the huge athletic directors that we're seeing step aside in college sports right now. Yeah, so the, that the institutional college person is out. Everybody was bringing different executives like, to run the, their college The, the, the uh, business departments. obviously changes year over year, but the, yeah. the changes that we're going to see in the next five, I think, are drastically more, <laughs> more severe than the changes we've probably seen in the last 15 to 20. Uh, and for that reason, yeah, I'm not surprised that a lot of the, the leaders who have guided these companies through the last 20, in, in Sean's case, 27 years, are deciding that, you know what, it might be time for someone else to to handle whatever's coming next. You know the boot camps that executives have to go through, CEOs will do before they travel internationally? Yeah. Of local customs. You don't do this. You don't show the bottom of your shoe. You don't shake with one hand. What? Does David Burson have to go through a boot camp? Like, does Sean have to walk him through? All right. As soon as you step on the grounds, that it got, you cannot run. Don't even think about pulling your phone out. And if I hear that thing ring, you, you know, when you shake hands, when you, you know, make sure, I don't care if you hate pimento, you're going to eat a sandwich. Right? They're patrons, not fans. Patrons, not fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are so many faux pas and mistakes that he could commit that could cost CBS this, this deal. You better have a really good boot camp with Sean to go through all the all the do's and don'ts. And something that you and I talk about with commissioners, um, the, the 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 transition time and and the the benefit that sometimes exists when yeah. you have a stated successor. Sean's not leaving now. Sean's leaving at the end of the Masters next year, I think. Right, so that's yep. seven or eight months. Yeah, in and which everybody knows. Yeah, everyone knows him already, but everyone knows he is going to be the guy uh, starting in, in in May of next year. Now, I do think there's a clean process there that is probably fairly admirable and is good for 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 Burson as he takes over uh to to know that that the, it's not like Sean is disappearing and suddenly he has to be the guy he can learn a lot of these things a, as the named successor 
over the next half a year, 12 months. All right. Uh, by the way, Sean has been the chair of the March of Dimes, you know, the New York luncheon for yeah. a long, long time. I, too, am a, uh, a newcomer. I guess, what am I, like year two or three? Three? Year three, three think, of, yeah. of my service time on the board. So if anybody's listening and wants to get involved in sponsorship or give, Look me up. Do it. Help get, give to a great cause. Thank you very much, Sean, for all that. Uh, and amazingly, the last story we wanted to talk about is tangentially, tangentially, sorry, involved with legacy sports and television. Sure. Right? Because Chelsea, finally, by the way, has a shirt deal, which the fact that it went for a while and didn't is bizarre world to me. It's I crazy. can't believe they played yeah, even crazy. a single minute without a shirt sponsor. But finally, Infinite Athlete. And by the way, Infinite Athlete is Charlie Ebersole, son of Dick, who, of course, Mr. Olympics and ran NBC Sports and built that. So your take on it, you and I have been shaking our heads for a while now going, how, how is Chelsea stepping on the field? How does the EPL season start? How does any international game uh, be played without a shirt sponsor for Chelsea? I, yeah, I want to get your opinion on this because Jacob Feldman, our colleague, and I have diametrically opposite views on this. Ooh, and I'm not sure where, the, where you guys land on this. this is I fun. watched the, the, the clips of Chelsea or, or Chelsea games this year with, with the, just a blue yep. front of shirt, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I thought it looked great. I thought it looked extremely clean. Yeah. I, I loved the look of it. In Jacob's mind, it looked like they were a fifth division club team. That yeah, without you're gonna having you're going to hate, gonna hate there. me. You know I'm not a purist in anything. You yeah, know I, yeah. I am not a purist in anything, so I don't care. Yeah. Um, I, I I think that I'm so I, I am so conditioned now to see a jersey with the logo and it's associated with the club and whether it's Betfair or whether it's Pirelli or whether you know I know they come and go and they change. Sure. But I'm so used to seeing it that seeing a jersey without that logo. I'm with Jacob. Makes it seem minor league to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a little uncomfortable. And I and I I I I, I love the look, but I agree. The the fact that it went this long is is pretty shocking. From what we understand, this is a a one year deal, so I don't think this is a long term thing. Chelsea had a deal in place a couple months ago with a gambling company, Stake.com. There was some uproar, some anger among some fans. They ended up not going with that deal, which I think is the reason why it just took a little bit longer to get the uh, to get the other thing locked in place. There's going to be big changes in this world, Scott, coming up. The, The 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 UK government uh, has made it clear that that starting in a couple years, gambling sponsors are not going to be yeah. at a time when American sports pitch. leagues are just starting to put these it, logos exactly, on. So, yeah. Exactly, so which we'll I think be, is, we'll be 10, 15 years behind uh, everything going I, on in I Europe. Think that, I think that's probably right. The gambling partners have been the dominant industry for this for jer- front of jersey EPL sponsors for a while now. I think there's eight this year. Eight of the twenty teams have gambling sponsors. So there's going to be, I think, a little bit of growing pains in that industry over the next few years as people wean themselves off of uh, the gambling spigot to a degree. Um, but yeah, this is um, Ch- Chelsea struggling on the, on the field right now. They, they just raised $500 million. Uh, obviously, there's, there's some financial imperatives uh, there as well, even for new ownership in, in Todd Bowley and Clear Lake Capital. Um, they're a fascinating business story in, in a lot of ways right now. Um, but at least they're going to look a little bit different on the field. And for folks who agree with you and Jacob, going to look a little bit more professional uh, when they take when they play their next EPL game. You know I like Didier Drogba. And if I close my eyes, for me, Chelsea, if it doesn't say Samsung, it's not right. Mm, yeah. Like that's, that's to me, is the sponsor that I would think of with the Chelsea jersey. Do you have a particular EPL team that you most closely identify with a sponsor? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's probably Everton and Etihad, as weird yeah. as that yeah, is. Yeah, Etihad. Like well, also, and that could be Man City, also, too. Also pretty new. Yeah. Um, 
the uh, I love the 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 man you uh, it was not long lived but the man you uh, Chevy jerseys I think yep. were I think yep. were really great uh, I think of man you and Opal as well yeah there's definitely ones that pop up to didn't me didn't PSG have Jeep when they brought over when they brought over Ronaldo right? Ronaldo was it uh, or when Messi sorry no Messi, no it yeah, was it was um, it was, Neymar. It was Juventus oh, was Jeep, oh, it was Juventus over it was Jeep okay yeah, yeah, Ronaldo yeah, yeah. I see I, well okay I can't remember but. I do remember at least we talked about it. Yeah, I think the the, the truth may be that, that moving forward, there's no more 10-year deals like that, right? For that, sure. That, 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 that the, the value of being on that jersey probably disappears, gradually decreases the more you're on it, right? The more that the, the people who bought the jersey recently are no longer buying another one the, the, right afterwards, et cetera. Um, so, so I do wonder if we're going to enter this. Most of, the, I mean, most of these companies, a lot of them are gambling companies that are based in Asia that are just looking to, to grow their presence nowhere near the home base of, of the English Premier League. Uh, but I do wonder if we're just going to see a revolving door of sponsors in this world moving forward because, again, I I think you, the, the value starts to decrease a bit uh, every year that you're on it. All right. Uh, we do have a big event coming up October 11th, and I'm just curious as to what you are most uh, most closely looking forward to. Invest in sports, one of our signature events. Again, October 11th. You can go online, whatever, sportigo.com, find it. Any of our newsletters, you can sign up for it. Uh, how about this? Hal Steinbrenner and Randy Levine talking about the business of the Yankees. We'll have Steve Cohen close the program only because, you know, end of the trading day. So Steve Cohen will be talking about the Mets and everything associated there. David Blitzer talking about the 97 teams that he owns, Doc O'Connor. Uh, Arctos talking about the, the investment, uh, the passive investment across uh, clubs around the world. Jimmy Haslam, uh, the NFL, a multi-platform uh, MLS, multi-platform uh, sports business being built. Jerry Cardinal, again, global media tech uh, John Ledecky with the New York Islanders, real estate play, UBS Arena. I mean, and, and more. I mean, that that's just some of what we're going to be discussing. So uh, what 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 are you most looking forward to? It, it, it's every big story that we talk about on this podcast. Yeah, it's right? true. It's, we can it's, ask it's any every, private every, every guest about all of sports. this. It's changing media landscape. It's ownership rules and leagues. It's sports as platform companies. It's synergies when you own multiple teams and multiple leagues. All of these things, uh, we're, we're putting together a list of, of some of the most powerful and, and clued in people to talk about them. Honestly, I, yeah, it's, it's all of it, Scott. But maybe the one that jumps out to me, because we've talked about it a bit recently, the, 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 the changes in media. Media, the, the the charter Disney short-lived carriage dispute um, for for the past two decades, sports media rights have gotten more and more expensive. Uh, well, they have been the backbone for valuations. But that you know are why they're all smiling? Because yeah. the winner, people, and that was the conversation for a couple of days, forty eight hours after that charter Disney settlement. Everybody's yeah. like, who won, who lost? Uh, I think it was good for charter to get some things in that agreement that they'll they'll want long term. But the real winner was sports. What you saw was sports. The, the value of sports was highlighted in that deal as to what's going to be included in all the, in all the packages. And all of the people we just discussed have a real stated interest in the value of sports totally. yeah. staying high. And we're also going to talk women's sports with Natalie Rowlandson of the Chicago Sky, Jessica Berman, commissioner of the NWSL, uh, Jasmine Robinson of the Monarch Collective, just invested in the NWSL Boston expansion team, $100 million fund investing across women's sports. And by the way, I'm embarrassed. I forgot our friend Ted Leonsis as well. Uh-huh. We're going to have a one-on-one with Ted to discuss uh, private equity and sovereign wealth and institutional capital in sports as you know, the Qatari State Fund invested in Monumental first time we saw that in U.S. sports. So a million things to talk about with those guests. October 11th in New York. Go get the newsletter. Go check it out and uh, sign up and join us. 
Yeah, Scott, let's just discuss maybe trying to get clips of that, clips of some things that are said oh, and yes. maybe use them on the podcast. We better, here. yeah, we, we better. We don't do that too much, but that would be a good opportunity to hear from these people directly and, and, and maybe have you and I layer some commentary on top. If we don't do that, then we need to replace the hosts of this podcast. Hmm. I mean, come on. Who are they? Yeah, who are those, yeah, guys who are those idiots? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, close the show, my friend. All righty. He is Scott Soshnick on Twitter at Soshnick. I am Eben Novi Williams on Twitter at Novi underscore Williams. The Sportacast is produced by Aaron Greenewald. Shout out to Aaron. Sportico's digital media editor, Cora Veltman, would like you to know that you can follow the show at Sportacast, which is the hub of the Sportico Media Network. Well done. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.